Now, 8.33, Monday, November 7th. You're listening to This Morning on TBS EFM 101.3 in Seoul. And this is that time where we get to our daily voice, an opportunity for you to share your own thoughts. You could get in touch with us on just about any question, including what we were discussing in the last half hour around HIV testing uh, and whether that is justified targeting solely foreign English teachers and, and some other migrant workers here. But for now, we're going to cover the Chess and Shield scandal from a different perspective. We have a first ever statement coming from students overseas. One of the participants, Kanjin Oru from CalFocus, a news portal formed of former and current students of UC Berkeley, now joins us live on the line. Great to have you with us. Hi. Um, so what prompted students over there in California to actually take part to release this statement? So out of the first mention, a Korean Facebook page named Yukur Tip, or Tips for Korean Students Studying Abroad. And they uploaded a statement in response to the Chesunshil Gate. And this online statement, I believe, was the first collective voice raised amongst anonymous Korean international students to address the recent political ethical catastrophe. But even before reading the statement and seeing college students in South Korea deliver a speech on TV, quite a number of Korean students at UC Berkeley asked the question, uh, within their social circles. The question being whether Berkeley students themselves should co-author a statement. Many students, regardless of their political affiliations, had already been infuriated by the president's first apology delivered on 25th, which was disappointing to say the least. Yeah. Uh, members of a few Korean extracurricular groups on campus created and shared a Google Doc where they brainstormed ideas for the statement as well as for sign phrases. So by the end of October, October 31st, they came up with a final draft of the declaration. And the next day on November 1st, about 20 students, including myself, gathered in front of UC Berkeley's traditional protest spot, Sproul Plaza. Uh, personally, I decided to take part in this statement because I felt deeply indebted to these fellow Berkeley students who organized a protest last year in response to the Korean government's proposal to nationalize history textbooks. I was most uh, deeply involved with editing the English translation of the Korean statement this time, but um, I did not want to take up as much space as I did eventually by reading the statement in public because I already graduated this May. But could you just briefly summarize for us uh, the content of that statement? Sure. Um, our statement first laid out the continuing symptoms of corruption since the beginning of Park administration and then deplored President Park's utter disrespect for the principles of democracy. However, in our statement, we could not directly call for her impeachment. We um, had to consider those other Berkeley students who showed disagreement with our disparaging tone in general. Um, so I believe our statement was not so much different from other statements that have been delivered before ours, with one exception. Uh, if you don't mind, I would actually like to take this moment as an opportunity to criticize that exception, which is one of the common themes found in the statement made by international Korean students. These students expressed their indignation at President Park and disbelief in Korea's poor political climate via the rhetoric of shame. They called for political reformation, uh, for example, because of their embarrassment at the question coming from non-Korean students about how could a civilian hold uh, control over the president. Mm. So I couldn't, I couldn't help but wonder if a large part of international Korean students' anger, in fact, derives from President Park's failure as a figure of identification, 
or a figure whose competency is directly related to each Korean citizen's sense of self. So I must pose a question, what else is a greater sign of the internalized statism and nationalism than such a form of self-understanding? Well, thank you very much for joining us for a special International Daily Voice today. Welcome. Good to have you with you on the line. Now, uh, that was the voice of Kan Jin Ryu from Cal Focus, uh, which is formed of both former and current students from UC Berkeley, as we're hearing. Um, but you can respond right now. You don't even have to wait to share your daily voice. If you want to add your voice to those calls for the resignation of the president or you want to share any particular message, you can text us, pound a sharp, 1013 for 51 per message. Uh, you can also get in touch with us by Kakao Talk. And maybe you want to take the opposite view, that the president's somehow being demonized here. Is there a danger of that? That, that, that the president is uh, being accused of, of crimes that are, that are out of sync with reality? I mean, what could she have done that would deserve the kind of unfiltered hatred that she's currently facing? Yes, of course, I'm sure everybody agrees that she should be held accountable, that yes, she should even be investigated. But but what's going on here? What explains this level of vitriol? Maybe you'd like to get in touch and explain that for some listeners who might still be puzzled, especially listeners from other countries not ingrained in Korean culture. So find us on Kakao Talk by searching TBS EFM via Plus Friend. Emma got in touch on Kakao saying, speaking of the US election, seems like the FBI was quick to announce the allegations. Why didn't it wait a week for this? Really don't understand what's going on. Yes, now saying that there's nothing illegal about those latest email revelations. It is all rather strange, isn't it?